right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Yo, yo. I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Friday, Calvin Casey. Yes, sir. Sam's been the one and twos. We are broadcasting of the Rounders Car Club Studios. Your number to participate is 736-9760. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's Friday. What's up, Sam? You ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. So um, today we'll end the week with um, getting to a couple things. We've got uh, MLB update on their minor league system. Um, also, Scott Boris has uh, spoken. What happened with him? I know people well, are taking shots at him. What well, happened? I know he came out yesterday and he just said don't. He had a, released out a statement. He said the players don't let the owners off the hook. Don't come, don't save the owners. Uh, what you got to think, I think Scott Boris represents about 77 or 75 Major League Baseball players. That um, many? Yeah. So, um, like minor league professional combined probably gotcha. and um to me i mean he can say that which i get it because he has a interest again too but it whether the whether the comments are coming from the owners or whether it's coming from the players uh it's not going to help them in, in 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 a whole anyway uh by those kind of it still looks bad uh you know regardless i know that you had talked about what you came across my radar a which few one? weeks ago about the uh minor league uh guys that they've uh, they've been releasing quite a few minor league players to save money mm-hmm. um we'll see uh i i just still think you know after the counter uh proposal back that the players gave to the owners like we touched on a little bit yesterday um you know, I think this is going to be a crucial five to seven days uh, if they're going to have a season or not. They just don't have the time to really go back and forth, uh, per se, like they're accustomed of doing in the past. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, these other leagues are trying to uh, move forward and make things happen uh, as well also. Also, speaking of baseball, minor league, we got a minor league player that uh, called out the Mets organization. Yeah, he did. He said that the he was upset. He's one of the guys that got released, and he said, "You know, this organization, what they did with the celeb bringing in a celebrity to make money, there was never about prioritizing winning. Winning, he said, nobody benefited from that but the celebrity and the uh, New York Mets. Obviously, when he's speaking about the celebrity, he's speaking about Tim Tebow. But I mean, when you lose your gig, and then you know Tim Tebow sitting there with a the job, or I don't know, I don't know why that would be brought up at this point. I guess isn't that something you bring up?" At the time, the time he does. yeah, he uh, said, you know, I saw the players lose their jobs because of it. 
We weren't playing to win. We were playing to make everyone else money, not the players. We never saw a cut. Well, allegedly that one player did. I think people are starting to understand that more now, but they didn't in 2018 when it was happening again. I was fed up. Well, and this you, is um, Andrew Church, a pitcher for the Mets organization. You know, well, I, I will say this um, about, I like you said, I can answer that for you. Why now? Why make those well, he, comments? Well, he said out of respect for the organization, he didn't speak about okay. it at the time. Well, make no mistake about it. I think the time that Tebow was there, um, uh, you know, from everything I heard and read and saw on, you know, that he did put in the work to try to improve. But make no mistake about it. I've been saying it for years. Um, Tebow has been privileged because of what he stands for and who he is. Um, you know, um, I see Sam shaking his head in agreement. I agree with you 100%. Because uh, it's, it's one of those situations to where, you know, we always talk on the show that, you know, you can have a college career and you can have a great college career, but you just might not be cut out to be that percentage to make it to the next level um, in your particular sport, especially football. And I think uh, Tim Tebow falls in that category. I thought even with Florida at his time with Florida, I was hit over the head a lot with Tebow. And I thought he got a lot of run because of who he was and, you know, um, you know, hey, I'm a clean cut guy. I'm a virgin. You know, I got 316 on my band aid eyes. And then he comes in the league and it just doesn't work out. But then he gets another chance with the Jets, who he is. He has, he's had opportunities to get into broadcasts and has opened the door with the four because of who he is and what he stands for. Um, you know, I don't have an opinion good on, on TV, him that though. way. Regardless of how, what got him the job, Tebow's good on television. I like him on television. I, haven't paid I don't pay attention to baseball. Much. I can't. I can't. I mean, he can't be no worse than Jordan. But um, nobody had a problem with that. But that's Jordan. I'll th- put Jordan Tebow's <laughs> name in the same breath, man. Privilege is privilege. Man, Jordan, like I said, at the yeah, and Jordan started off at the minor league uh, thing. He would have started off double A, just like Tim. Tim's double A. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. But anyway, I'm saying as far as television goes, I think Tim does a good job on TV, especially for college football. I mean, who better to talk about college football than somebody like well, whoever he the might, minor he, league? He, 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 there's an argument that he's the best college football player ever. One of them. I mean, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Archie Griffins of the world. The you know Reggie Reggie Bush. Oh, I, mean, I almost said OJ. But yeah, there's a there's an argument for some guy. OJ a lot of people, of but but Tebow is in that conversation as one of the best to ever do man, it on Saturdays. Those are some good Florida teams he played on, man. <laughs> oh, I mean, those are some, I mean those are some but lowly talented work, Florida Cal? teams. Man. Was he putting and arguably, see? I need salami and for arguably, this salami knows. Arguably, I'm look. I'm not taking up for the kid, but I mean he's not. Uh, Didn't it, he win but, the national championship? To me, I don't think he. You know, you want to talk about in a in a vacuum. I don't think he was as elect, uh, electrified to me as say a Reggie Bush in college when Reggie jumped on the scene. He wasn't as electrified. Um, I mean, uh, no, no, uh, no, like no, Tim, not Tim played no. with a lot of talented Florida. He played with a lot of, he played with a lot of Sunday guys. Arguably, he's going to go down and he played for one of the top three college coaches of all time, and Urban Meyer. So should okay? I discredit every Alabama player that played under Saban? No, because they make it in the pros. They flood. They go shake Rogers' hands, and they flood. The, they flood the league. I mean, some of them. I mean, Trent Richardson make it in the NFL. No, he, he was a bust. But there's a lot of NFL. There's NFL guys that's come to the level that's that's made it uh, on the next level. Tim didn't make it, and he got a lot of opportunities to make it. 
I remember that year. That year that Denver went on a uh, uh, that playoff run. That was one of the toughest, conflicting years for me because he I knew it was garbage. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh sent like the B team. They had so many injuries that game. That's him the and, one. Him and Dak Prescott have the same the, amount the, of playoff wins. That's the one. <laughs> you like that? Gosh, <laughs> that's the one playoff game in Denver's history. I've been a Denver fan you know, since you were 1980. Six. You were pissed they won that game? Really? No, really 84. I've been a different fan. 84. And that's that's the one that I just felt like, you know what? Like, yeah, they, I was happy they won advance, but I didn't want to take too much credit for that because Pittsburgh was banged up and he got hot in the dice game and hit Damaris Thomas on a slant. Tebow has stuck around because pretty much of what he stands. And he's not a, and, and like I said, it's not a bad thing. I'm not trying to make it a bad thing of what he stands for. I mean, I mean, it's good. You got to have some good guys and good stories and athletes. But I just feel like that guy, that minor league player you're speaking of, he's kind of speaking of pretty much a lot of gig, people. He's kind of like, yo, man, while well, this guy's still sitting there. but And he just lets me know a lot of people felt that time that way uh, in the dugout you know, for the most part. It, it, I think it's. It's a double-edged sword because on one hand, yes, Tim is taking somebody's spot that may be more deserved. At the same time, there's more eyes on your whole team because of Tebow. Like, nobody's watching Mets double-A baseball if Tebow's not on that team. So you get more eyes. You get more teams that may be like, hey, we want, we want that guy. Well, let's trade for him. You So at that point, you just try to make the best of it, right? If he's going to be there, if you're a minor leaguer on that team, you're like, hey, you know what? This is my chance to show out. ESPN is here. I don't, let me show out and make the best of my opportunity. Or do you get pissed and pout about it and say, oh, man, this dude's here taking someone's job. Screw this guy. It's a double-edged sword. I see both sides, definitely. I ain't mad at him for his opinion. Hmm. But you could take it as a positive as well. 736-9760. Also, uh, NFL news. Uh, we've got uh, some. You got to explain to me about you praising for Joe. Uh, yeah, got to get my got to get my guy Joe some credit, man. Uh, He's a professional, constant professional. NFL closes a loophole. Uh, you know what Gordon, loophole I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, Melvin Gordon speaks out. Uh, we'll talk about that as well too. Uh, but also, the developments continue to come in from the NBA. Um, and their strives to have a plan to vote on uh, here next week. Uh, but Brian Winhurst of the Four Letter Network, who covers the NBA for some years now, uh, he has uh, he has some opinions about yeah. the NBA in regards to. And it kind of when I heard this, it kind of reminds me of kind of what I was bringing up yesterday on the show what was that? about our team yesterday? here in the in the oh. uh, with the Spurs, uh, with the San Antonio Spurs in regards to. You know who's who's really lobbying behind closed doors to make it twenty four to thirty teams, and and really who are the ones that are just saying like if we're going to do this let's just stick with the sixteen um, and let's roll. Uh, so we'll talk about that uh, here coming up shortly when we get back, and then also we've got the GM of the Rockets, uh, Mr. Mori. He he has spoken out about the Rockets' chances, and you know the Houston Rockets. That's a very it's going to be a very interesting thing with them. I mean, because right now, what what seed was the Rockets when the when the when the stop? Oh, they're low. They're not low, low, but they low. Okay, because uh, first of all, I really do believe this is probably um, the Rockets. I, I, are, yeah, what seed are they? Let me make sure. Of course, the internet goes slow when you are they six. There six. you go. I really do believe this is going to be Mike D'Antoni's last year. 
If they, especially if they don't win it all. Yeah, I just think, yeah, if they don't win it all, I think the, he, he's gone at the end of this the year. The great underrated Mike D'Antoni. How many times we use the word great with coaches and they probably hit the how many counts on how many one hand more, how many times they've been fired or let go from an organization. Fair. Touche. I don't know what it is with you with Mike D'Antoni, man. I really don't. That's like that's the like he's adopted like he you got the Romo itis with Mike D'Antoni. That's just to feel the sorry for. Him. That's how you became a Romo fan because you started feeling sorry for Romo because everybody beat him up and Mike his four seconds or whatever the hell he's gotten less. You know, hey man, the goat. Yeah, the goat and Greg Popovich kept him from glory. Yeah, okay. so I can't fault him for that. All right. Yeah. 736-9760. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Very appropriate, Sam. All right, back here on the Sports Drive, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Routers Car Club Studios. This segment right here is going to be presented about Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. Uh, all right, so... Sticking with, uh, started with the NBA, let's talk about uh, what Brian Winhurst said. In his opinion, in his opinion, he says the NBA is going to try to find a way to make sure that the Pelicans get a shot so they can have Zion Williamson's ratings alongside of them. Should the, this is this is just Winhorse's opinion. This is his opinion. Now, now does Winhorse have sources? Absolutely, he isn't where he's at because he doesn't have sources. But this is just his opinion. I mean, every, I mean, I, I, I'm sure Rob Manfred would tell you. I would love to find a way for Mike Trout to be in the playoffs. Like everybody wants, every commissioner wants their best players in the playoffs. It equals money, equals rating, equals popularity, all those things. But according to Winners, this is why they may be. This is why, in his opinion, they may be extending the the people that get into the playoff or the or the win in or whatever the hell game you want to call it so they can have Zion's presence. Yeah, he used the language that the Senate they're that the he's hearing they're is the going tenth, around. Yeah, they're the tenth seat. That there's GMs and owners of sentiment that's going around is that the league, that's what he's saying that it's not like I said, it doesn't have the sources, but it's from what he's talked to the people he's talked cool that people that? feel that that's what they're trying to do. Because um, you can really just do the top 16. And then well, now, and now, and now we've got less people which is good for the virus. So I mean, oh, I'm why, are we, consist- why are we going to extend it to 20 just so we can have Zion and put more people at risk? I, I'm going to stay consistent with this. I mean, from day one when the season canceled and in April and mid-April and early May, when we're talking about the possibility of NBA's really going to come back or not, I've just felt that, you know, under the circumstances, this is really about them trying to not have a vacated championship 
uh, in the record books in for the NBA. So to me, this is all about Ben really to try to finish the season to crown a champion, um, the face of the league. Um, you know, LeBron, Zion's not there yet. He's not the face of the league. Uh, LeBron is, um, and I could see, you know, you got that guy sitting in the top two in the West, so he's going to be there, and it's about giving, you know, if anything they're going to try to do to finish the season is giving the guy that has helped carry the game and basically the face of the league to get an opportunity uh, to get another championship, whether it's unconventionally or not. So to me, it should just really be the 16 teams and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you, you know, if you ran out of luck, I mean, uh, to me, like I, I think said, the, the play, two and a half. I think the, the playing games add some, just like with the college, it's like it adds something to it. I mean, even the MLB has a playing game now, don't they? Like a wild card, the MLB that has a one, one win, but, winner take all. Winner gets in. So, but but th- this is my thing though. If you're not going to, if if you're not going to have a play, if you're not going to adopt a playoff game going forward, a play in game for the NBA, why start it even just now? Like you, there's been discussions of doing a reseed and just recede one through sixteen, yeah, one which through they 16, might do. Right. This could be something that they could do, and that's very easy to stick with. I just feel like the the only argument, and really the only teams that I'm really going to feel a little bit sorry for, are those two the, those teams that are maybe two and a half, a half a, a game and so you a half. Feel sorry back. for my guy, Dane. I, I I mean I think they've had I think sixty games that we've played um, in the NBA Dame that is they completed four games back. We'll see. Then no, see, the see, closest in any in any conference. The Wizards are the ninth seed. They're five games back, five and a half. Portland is the ninth seed in the West. They're four. They're four games back. So nobody's really one game, two games out. Well, sorry. I mean, Dame and Dame's already started his politicking by early this week. He moonwalked. Uh, like, oh, we did the per plan. It'd be perfect. Well, yeah, he just wants an opportunity. Basically, Dame's saying that even though I just got this new contract and this and that, you're not going to pull me away from the booth uh, spitting 16 to come back and just finish some meaningless uh, regular yeah. season games. He also that. feels like if it was just like regular playoffs and there was just one through eight, he feels like they would be a better matchup against the Lakers than Memphis would be. And you agree with that, right? If it was just a one through like eight. Like, if we just did it regular, and they was just like, hey, it's one one versus eight in the West, that Portland would give the Lakers a much better matchup than Memphis. I 100% agree. But where's agree. Memphis sitting at right now? Eight. And, I, and, and where's Portland? Nine. I would tell Dame every year there's a team that might be getting left out. We say, you know what? They would have probably been a better matchup <laughs> than the first seed. And then, what is that saying? They get Nurkish I mean, back. They get the other big back. They are a better matchup for the Lakers than you Memphis. You had 60 at least. Of, that is a good sample size of games for teams that had 66. an opportunity. 66 games is a good sample size to have for teams that should have handled business uh, before all hell broke yeah, loose. Portland shouldn't be eight games below 500. They shouldn't be. And I love Dane. But, but eight games below 500. But back to Brian Winhurst, what he's saying, what he's hearing, and what people think. And keep in mind, NBA has been a league that is filled with the conspiracy theories. 
from the frozen envelope from Patrick Ewan to, uh, you know, uh, they, they want the Lakers to win and David Stern this and this and that to like, you know, there's no way David Stern can let Chris Paul go for, to L.A. This is a league. That's why when Brian Hurst, Brian Winhurst said this, it didn't really shock me that that was a vibe he was getting talking to owners because they buy into it. And they're like, man, this is just because the league is trying to find a way. The reason why we're going to vote 2014 is so Zion can get in there. It is. I just feel like whatever you should go with, whatever you feel that you can adopt going forward. That's if you're the NBA. Because see, I wouldn't put whatever I do this year. I don't. That doesn't have to be etched in stone. This is uncharted territory. I wouldn't. I don't necessarily have to make changes that are going to be set in stone. That's forever. fair. I agree with that. But my but my thing is, unlike football and unlike baseball, um, and all the other sports. But if we just stick to those major sports. And hockey, the NBA is the one sport that for the last three years, four years, that pay attention to the... Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com fans that listen to the fans that cater to the fans the social media the young crowd you speak of they've been talking people and ex-players people have been talking that we should really try to just recede one through 16 and change it up that's something that i feel like yes you can use it you can use this as that's why i would be shocked if they don't go with just a real true we're going to recede one through 16 we're going to have a tournament and there's no East and West. We're going to just go. And they need to just try that. This is the perfect time to try that model. And if it works, adopt, adopt it. But, I mean, I, I'm not saying that you're right. It doesn't have to be sketch and so on. But why be flirting and Adam Silva acknowledge publicly that he's been thinking about this and he's given it a serious consideration. He when, said it a when, lot, actually. When, 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 when the events have given you a – lobbed you a softball to hit to try to hit – in regards to sit there to see if this would work. And if it doesn't work, so scratch dope. it. See you in December. <clears throat> and I then we'll just if stick they with did starting the one through 16, we'd get Miami Heat versus Oklahoma City in the first round. That intrigues me. I like that Heat team. I like what Chris Paul done. I think Chris Paul should get serious MVP votes. But mm. that, that would be a first round matchup the Heat versus the Thunder. That's th- intriguing to me. I really think they fumble the ball uh, big time. If they don't, um, if they don't do that, uh, at least with the one yeah. through sixteen, um, 
I mean, I'll say this. If they decide to have 20 teams, if they decide to have a play game, I think the one thing they definitely got to try, and I would be disappointed if they don't, and that's to go ahead and do the reseeding just one through 16, one through 20, one through 24. For this purpose of going down to Disneyland and, and Florida, around that area, being at Orlando. one facility, Orlando, just go through throughout the Eastern and Western Conference and just reseed, and the last team standing wins so the championship. That will be so dope to see. Possibly see LeBron versus Kawhi for the finals. That would be their third time matching up in the finals. If that was the case, I mean, the Bucks going to have something to say about it. But Kawhi, Clippers versus Lakers finals, that's dope. I, I think they definitely got to go ahead and go with that. I, I really do. I, I think they have to... Uh, they have to really consider that, and I think that should be the one thing that everybody from the owners, I know Mark Cuban put his idea in, and you can hear other ideas, but I think everything should pretty much center around um, pretty much just going ahead and having the reseed and go from there. That's just a no-brainer for me. But we'll. I just think next week we'll find this out. By the time a week from today – I think we'll find out what the plan right. is uh, for the NBA going forward. Yeah. Um, yay or nay or whatever they're going to do. They've got to. They're they're up against it time-wise. 736-976. You're listening to the Sports Grind, broadcasting from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza in Leon Springs. Don't forget, they're still doing carry out with beer. Um, they'll have one opening here pretty soon. The Alamo Ranch area. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right. So uh, sticking here with the. Uh, the uh nba uh so we'll see how this we'll see how this plays out i know um i think shaquille o'neal was quoted earlier something saying about how he, he, he said, said he said his playoffs are going to be back in three weeks so i don't know what he knows or who he's talked to or whatever per se but you know Shaq. uh yeah, in yeah. regards to that there are some teams for sale too about a month or two ago so that's we'll true see. that's true we'll see um and the Rockets, what did you say the GM actually said with the Rockets? He said due to the uncertainty and the uh-huh. layoff that it benefits his team because, you know, with chaos comes people like you're going to have some people rusty. I mean. He said uh, it benefits his team. It benefits his team because it's – because, of course, I mean, we're – Daryl Moore's a smart guy. The favorites are the Lakers and the Clippers. But with people being off, um, you know, you got to get back into the groove – now it's more up for grabs because of the layoff. I mean, you're going to, I mean, God forbid, but it's, it sucks. Not God forbid, it sucks. But you're going to have some guys get hurt because not everybody's been putting in work. There's some guys just now getting off the couch. The, the, this quarantine has, some people have made them be busybodies. Some people have put them in funks. 
So not not all 12 guys on every team is going to be in tip-top shape and ready to go. So now it's just more – Daryl Moore just feels like it's more up for grabs because of uncertainty and because of the hiatus, which makes perfect sense to mm, me. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, but the other hand, I look at that, it's like, well, what chemistry did your team – I mean, you know, was it – I don't know if we ever got to a point in those 66 games or whatever you said that we played that there was some clicking between, um, you know, Harden and Westbrook, you know, per se. So it can go either both ways, but I see what I, I kind of see what he's saying. Seven three six. Westbrook been working out with nine, Kevin six, Hart six. in his train, Kevin Hart's trainer. I guess they live pretty close to each other out in Cali. Okay. I've seen right. Harden been putting in work. I, I'm starting to see a lot more NBA players on social media working out. That lets me know that something's up and we're about to get back to it. Because I'm seeing a lot more guys putting in a lot of work. Hmm. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing in regards to uh, getting back on the court. 736-9760. All right, switching gears a little bit. Uh, National Football League. Uh, talk up? to me about Joe Fluco. What's the deal? Man, with this is that? a constant professional. He said, "Hey, you know what? I'm just gonna come in and help this guy out." He goes, "I know what my role is. I'm gonna be the backup, and I'm just here to mentor this kid, teach him the ropes, teach him some things. I'm not worried about my time as a start in this league is come and gone. I totally understand that, and I'm just here to help this guy. You know, most Super Bowl champions don't have that attitude. You know, they come in with a piss poor attitude. My guy Flacco, Super Bowl champion." Comes in with the right attitude, going to help Sam Darnold along, and this just shows his consummate professionalism. More, most Super Bowl champions that get put in that position Kyle, don't go like turn that. This into a negative it's thing. because they can still play because they've proven <sighs> they can still play. When, Brett, turn Favre, this into a negative when thing. Brett Favre got pushed out of Green Bay, Brett could still play. He went and proved that in Minnesota. Disrespectful. Joe Fluco had an opportunity to prove that in Denver. Uh, it wasn't all his fault. The team wasn't built right on the line to be able to deal with a quarterback like Joe Fluco. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I think you those quotes you're telling me that Joe said, I didn't hear him, but if that's what he said, he's waving the white flag in reality and the way the phone rang, where it didn't ring, and the way Denver kind of basically uh, dealt with him and treated the right was on the wall that he had to accept that. Wow. He had to accept it. What's up? What's up? It's just Again, like you can't win for losing. Like you know, they tell everybody tells my guy Romo, you never won anything. So shut up. My guy Flacco wins wins a Super Bowl, and he's still told like, well, hey, don't you take suck. my comeback from it. Is that way? You know, I'm 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 jaded toward the guy. I've been jaded before you even put an orange uniform on. So there might be some people that applaud you by saying that. Say, you know, Rudy's right about Fuco, but he's not getting that from me. You can't even say his name right. Cause that was a fluke season he had. I mean, in regards oh to the way he God. played. I mean, Caldwell had to go in and come in and save him, and that was so long ago. And, when, and he got that big money. And this just stems back from me and your argument with you and Salami when he By got that contract. Elite. This is elite. It proves him. Why wouldn't they pay him that way? <laughs> Look at this now. He's old man. He's thirty five. He's a nomad. He's only thirty five. You know, he's he's a nomad. And see, but when you say that, and I know Cam's not a you know. Super Bowl winning quarterback, but then if people subscribe to that, don't you? Then does it make you look at Cam different that he's not a professional? He hasn't accepted in that in in that role of possibly being a backup. Yeah, he said, "I know what it's like to feel like not being a part of the team because really you can't have your hands in things." Translation: That's how they did me. They did me dirty like that in Denver. I obviously still believe I'm a starter, 
Never know what three years down the line is going to look like. I still have the confidence. I still have the want. But at this moment, that's not my role. But, yeah, I know what it's like to not feel like being a part of the team because you really can't have your hand at things. Got done dirty up there in Colorado. Oh, he did. He just had a kid come in and go four one down the stretch, and he, he got hurt. hurt. He was hurt. Yeah, and he probably would have. And you know, honestly, if it wasn't for uh, Drew Locke, you know, suffering the injury in preseason game, the thumb injury ligament that put him on, he probably would have started. I would tell you, he, he probably would have started by mid. I would say probably still by probably by week eight. They probably would have. The Rumblers would have started by week seven or eight because. He he went to an organization where they wasn't trying to make the same mistake what they did with Paxton Lynch. Even though I don't think Paxton Lynch was ready for the NFL, that was a swing and a big whiff by John Elway and everybody else that tried to get Paxton. Um, it was obvious, but I think what hurt Paxton even more is that they rushed him out there, and Paxton was never comfortable about being a guy because he lacked self-confidence. And if you want to know why it's so much, you know, anticipation coming out of the Colorado region is because the first guy that they've gotten on the center, unlike a Trevor Simeon that they started the season with a Paxton Lynch, those two guys had no confidence. Like they didn't even believe in themselves. They should be there. And that just seeped through the whole, you know, locker room in that, in that sense, seven, three, six, nine, seven, 60. Speaking of uh, Broncos, Melvin Gordon, what did he say? The Chargers prepped him for playing in front of no fans. <laughs> That's hilarious. But he said it wouldn't be. But, it ain't gonna be no big deal for him. Yeah. But but also keep in mind he's salty toward that organization. They didn't pay him. Mm-hmm. They drafted him. They never gave him his money. He's probably feels like he's making a lot less money because of them. So no, he's not gonna hold back when talking about them. And he gets to play it's, him twice. It's funny. It sounds good for Melvin Gordon, but Melvin's got to come in and prove to me. Uh, first of all, I think Elway paid. I think Elway paid him. A, yeah, and I think Elway paid him a little too much. I think that's one of the moves. Out of all the good moves that John did this offseason, Gordon, I think he overpaid a little bit for him for that. Um, you know, uh, and also I think with the hometown kid and Phillip, but I think I've gotten, at first when they signed him, my first initial reaction was like, man, this is a guy, you know, Phillip Lindsay. I mean, hell, he makes less money than Dak. You know, go look at Phillip's contract. He, I mean, Lindsey makes bowl, crumbs. He? He's a walk-on. I mean, he he wasn't even drafted. But I, it's one of those things that I thought about, like, man, that takes away from him. Why not reward this guy that's had 1,000-yard seasons around a crumb offensive line? It's a two-running-back league But now. then I started yeah. realizing, like, you know what, man? I look around the league. Everybody's get the one-two punch. I just don't know if Melvin Gordon still has that in him. Oh, he does. We're going to find he out. He we'll does. see. He can play. We'll see. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Um, all right, what else we got going on here? Um, talk about the uh, the loophole, the NFL. Well, you saw it. I mean, yeah. well, first of all, we laughed about it when Belichick did it to the Jets where he kept taking the um, delay of game. But the clock kept running. The clock kept mm-hmm. running. And then 
against the Titans. Uh, was it Vrabel? Mm-hmm. Vrabel turns around, turns the tables, and does it to him. So they've taken that out. I'm not going to read the all the what they did for it, but just know you can't do that anymore. It was cute when Belichick did it, but then it was even more hilarious when Vrabel turned the tables on him and did it to him in the play, in a playoff game. Um. Yeah, and I and I knew that this was one that they were going to bring you the said, vote. I mean, Belichick yeah. said there's something the league probably should look at, but right now it's a rule, so what do you do? Yeah, and he's the one that debuted it, and it, like you said, Vrabel came and, you know, um, bit him in the ass with it. But, you know, the one that I was kind of surprised on the whole vote and everything, I was surprised that they didn't even bother to vote on the 4th uh, and 15 situation. Yeah, they did, because... Uh, because you have too many people that don't want to f- – if you you really have to end up thinking like, okay, am I just going to do away with special teams players? Like that's – like you don't want to do away with those guys and just not have them have jobs. I mean, what do you want them to do? It's an important part to the game. Like if you just do away with special teams. No, I've, I've, I've I mean, you still have your punt that. team though. You still have your punt team, but – yeah, I mean, I've been talking about what it would do. I mean, hell, even the safety part of eliminating that wedge, eliminating guys, I mean, that's, um, you know, I mean, but they've been talking about one to eliminate the, somehow find a way to eliminate the kickoff in general for safety reasons, but I think that's gone, would gone too far. Um, but I, I, the reason why I say I was just surprised is because they didn't even, they didn't um, even go to vote. They didn't go to vote, but I guess what the, what they I've get heard, traction. yeah, I guess what I've heard uh, is that they were going to that the early feedback that they got was it wasn't going to garner enough votes to pass anyway. But I'm like, well, I thought it kind of had some traction where y'all at least going to go take it to vote, uh, but I guess not, you know, on that one. But that's so that's the loophole of bills gone. We talked about it a few weeks ago the past interference. Uh, challenge is no longer there. Uh, they've gotten rid of that. Um, and we'll see how that goes. Because the, the one thing I fear is that the year that because the coaches, the head coaches and the defensive coordinators abused it, more of the head coaches, um, my thing is fear is that coming up in this season that you're going to have another uh, crucial call, maybe not as bad as you had the one in New Orleans a few, couple years ago, but you're going to have another one uh, that would you would warrant at that time to go overturn, but they were for. They felt the officials felt they were forced into it. You were never down with it from the get go. No, because um, y'all, y'all wanted to coddle the Saints. It, to me, it wasn't really about the Saints. It was protecting the integrity of everything that goes into sports now in regards to, um, you know, the gambling aspect, the integrity of of the game, and and weeding that out before you jump all the way into the sports gambling side from the NFL's perspective. Fantasy football and DraftKings, uh, that's a part of it, heavy. Um, and just opportunities in regards to a guy like Drew Brees that's in the, uh, like walking up the 18th fairway in his career. That was one of those that egregious. I mean, I never wanted every particular play to be looked at, uh, but it came to a decision where early in the preseason, you saw it. Coaches were doing it. Hey, I got nothing to lose. Just throw the flag. And then the refs, like you said, came together. And it was one of those, like, look, man, we're not. We, we're not changing it, overturning it, unless it's totally all the way uh, obvious. And that's kind of how they handled uh, handled that situation. So those, And I'm always saying that the one that I don't really want heavy 
rule changes so much in the offseason because the NFL, what they do, they put a lot. They go through more probably changes in the last three, four years in the offseason for rules. They put a lot on their officials uh, to learn from season to a next and it's it just comes out to be a disaster uh, for the most part and confusion. And you've had a stretch here in the last couple of years where you've had some bad officiating uh, in the National Football League. I will admit that. It was horrible. It was horrible. But the refs band together. Like, it would have been a great system if the refs didn't collude to say, hey, we're going to go with the guy's call on the field. But we're you know what? I don't together. blame the rest for concluding no, I because mean, the no, coaches screwed it up. No, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, like, when there, there were some blatant ones that they should have overturned, but clearly they had a meeting at a bar, or restaurant, and said, "Hey, we sticking together with well, a call on field stands, cheers." Because mm-hmm. there was a few that they should have overturned, but they were like, "Nope, we're gonna keep the human element in it." Because if they overturn a few of those, they're different games, and then it doesn't look like the system so bad. So, but mm-hmm. like you said, coaches were abusing it. Like, oh, let me get an that's like an extra timeout. You get to call your QB over, or your defense over. Like, hey, what I know, I know it's I know it's a pass interference, but come here, let's talk about it. It's like Jason Kidd pouring a drink on himself to get an extra timeout. That was a joke. <laughs> I could, but that was his rookie year coaching too. I think. I think that was his first year coaching when he did well, that. You still think he's going to take over Vogel's gig at some point? You know what? You're talking about giving out uh, possibly MVP votes for Chris Paul. Frank Vogel probably needs to deserve some coach of the year votes. Excuse too, well. me, he has that LeBron guy, James and yeah, Anthony me, Davis. I'll put me first included. A lot of people thought Calvin that was Casey. a joke hire. Oh Nobody gosh. wanted that guy, Rudy. The Lakers were such in a mess. The thing with Magic and Palenque. Cal, you do realize if they would have gave that job to Tyron Lue, they'd be in first place in the West, right? I mean, well, you could say that based off of Ty Lue's resume, but, I mean, come on, man. Frank Vogel, what – what kind of cachet did Frank Vogel walk into Staples Centers with? You know, I mean, I'm not saying he should me, win. You know who you should be voting for? A guy that I poo-pooed all over, and you told me, nah, Rudy, this guy can coach. Who, Nurse? Yes, because they're still, they're, the, they're still a two-seed, and they still have the number one defense in the entire NBA without Kawhi Leonard. This is going to be very interesting on how they stop and stop and go, how they stop and resume the season. I mean, nothing like this we've ever seen. This is a two, this is a, like Dame Lillard said, this is a two-month-plus hiatus. Like, none of these guys have never done this before at this yeah, level this in the pros. this is basically, I mean, not it's like coming off a major injury. And Where I will tell been... NBA fans, they can have... Aldi is hiring full-time store associates, part-time cashiers, and stockers starting at sixteen fifty with a $2 an hour seasonal premium in Falls Church in Alexandria, Virginia. We're Aldi, one of America's favorite grocery stores, and we're proud that our careers are just as award-winning as our products. Aldi is charting an aggressive growth course to become the third largest U.S. grocery retailer by store count by the end of 2022. More stores means more opportunities for you. We offer competitive pay and extraordinary benefits. Learn more about store associate roles and apply online at careers.aldi.us. Welcome to more. Aldi is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. (gasps) Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. A few weeks of training camp, whatever. Don't expect the level of play to be that pretty oh, coming no. back either. Hell no, it's going to be ugly, especially if they come back jacking up threes like they love to do. You know? 
736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Uh, This segment right here is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Don't forget, Smoothie King still have a lot of different options and flavors on their fat burner smoothies. And make sure you try their new Immune Builder smoothie as well, too. Help you build your immune system up. That is Smoothie King at the Rim, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Doing a good job today, Sam, on the one and twos, man. Doing a good job. Um, Sam knows. Sam knows. Sam's a few people see the lens through right and wrong. Um, Do you view the world? Though you view the world through right and wrong lenses, it makes the world a much easier place to live in. Life isn't that difficult when you view through lenses of right and there's wrong. Not right and left. Not black and do. white. Right. There's right. There's wrong. Simple. And I guess after the fact that, uh, you know, let me say this right. I guess after the fact of last night's events and and, and more egg of the Minnesota Police Department gets on their their face from the situation. And so so happily, I was up. I had one of your nights last night. Couldn't really sleep. (laughs) So I got to see it live happen. They actually arrested a CNN worker. Man, uh, color on that, that and again, crazy. and it just—he's already out, but it, that was crazy. Just it adds to that, but the thing is, is that um, you know, I guess um, just about an hour ago or an hour and a half ago, they finally come down with charges, which third degree, third degree is like, murder. yeah, okay, and and you know, and it's and, and you know, last night when this was going on, and again, it's the whole situation. I feel like you know, and I said what I said yesterday, and, and when you were trying to send the message, like, yo, you know, looting Target or burning down buildings, or not wherever, gonna bring back. I I get that, but also I'm one of those people from a thousand miles away that I get it though. I understand it. And I said I know, but I understand it, and it's one of those situations to where. Um, I think we've gone through this enough in this country for if you want to go back to the Watts riots, L.A., you can pick them, even the ones we had a few years ago in Ferguson, all that, that um, there's there, there's certain things that you can anticipate in regards to um, with the situation. And I think today, uh, first of all, like I said, I haven't seen I really want to see footage of him being brought in i know they you know they i don't know if that's that's out or they just mm-hmm. said that but last night just had me thinking like you know in sports to try to keep it in sports related you know we all for the fact of is you're talking about what about 72 hours how many hours after they finally charged yeah, him three like four days so in sports we always sit there and talk about you know the athlete you know black white hispanic chinese whatever the athlete is always in sports well they they get off, you know, 
they go by a different drum. They get special treatment, especially because Absolutely. they're athletes, because they're rich, that, whatever. or they're entertainers. And you know, and you said it, and we've said it on this show for fifteen years, not just on this situation, uh, but in regards to yeah, you know, there's good law enforcement out there's bad, but the one thing that this has really brought to more to my light to really put it out there is the fact that it's obvious that you can start putting the the and that's where the whole problem is is that there's certain laws and stuff to protect these guys when they act and make a crime like this while they're in uniform, but you can make no mistake about it that guys that are in uniform they have a separate. They have a separate law and a separate rule the way they're dealt Absolutely. with as well, too. And that's not always talked about enough. And if you really want to get past, you know, people say, oh, well, you know, get past the what does that prove with the burn and all that? Well, if you want to get past that, then just start the facts on how it's going to change, uh, regardless of, you know, whether it's Obama, Trump, George Bush, whoever in the White House, that what really needs to be looked at is the laws of the state and the government that allows these guys to be protected for the most part, like the, I think it was the, a while ago I read a statement, I think the governor or the mayor said, well, this is the fastest we've ever prosecuted a police officer based off of just more yeah, of, I mean, cause you got no the, choice. yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, but just those words, it's like, okay, because what, because there's certain <laughs> laws that you have to go do because to me, and I'm still convinced it's like, and, and I'm glad that his family and props to Steven Jackson for, uh, for getting on a plane and getting out front there, line. But, and see, that's, uh, that's my, been my biggest thing. And we'll get, mm-hmm. we're going to get back to sports. My uh-huh. biggest thing is I feel like we have, you have a bunch of Twitter activists that have hundreds of thousands of followers inciting riots from the comfort of their couch. That wouldn't do it. They're not putting that. They're not going to put themselves in harm's way, mm-hmm. but that they're telling the people of Minneapolis to do it just to appease their hundred thousand followers. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But like, yo, he's sitting there eating chips and salsa. Hmm. But he's telling you to go because you know Trump telling Paul about you know when you you see these guys you know you see these shoot you see these thugs you shoot them you know what I'm saying like these people have been greenlit these people have been greenlit and you got people you got Twitter activists sitting at home telling you to go out there and do what you got to do and we understand and fight the good fight but mm-hmm. are you going are you going to pay for funerals are you paying for lawyer fees I know Cap stepped up and said he paid for some people's lawyer fees mm-hmm. but you know you got these fake it's not all. You got a lot of fake activists out there just promoting themselves, but really not. They're really not about that action. That bothers me because I know how easily people are influenced on this whole thing we call social media. That's what bothers me the most. Hmm. Like, if you're not going to be out there front line, then don't, I wouldn't. I'm not going to go. I'm, I mean, I'm as upset, uh, upset as I am. I'm not going to go out there and tell you to do something that could get you killed or put in jail. Because if you were, if that happens to you, I can't take care of your grieving family. I can't bail That's you out. Good. I, never looked at it from that I get I get point. people upset, and if you go out there and you do it, but I ain't gonna tell you to do it because I'm not out there with you. So well, I do I do applaud Stephen Jackson for getting on the plane and being on the front line. Yeah, and I, I never looked at it. That's a good way you looked at it. I, never, right. I haven't heard anybody break it down that way. But props to the family though for getting a. Uh, what I'm hearing is getting their own independent um, autopsy done too. Really? Because uh, yeah, and I think they do. Because I'm a firm believer that the the, the whole. Uh, paramedics coming and everything that was just a part of the whole original cover up 
And because uh, I believe he died at the, died on the scene, the pavement. Uh, he didn't I die at the that. hospital. And not only that, the FBI, which granted they're coming in independent, but the reaction which you saw last night even intensified because you had three straight days. That press conference and grandstanding of the FBI coming out at about five thirty Central Standard Time and coming out there where you got people. Uh, protesting peace, peacefully, looting, tearing down, and everybody wants to know that you want to hear charges, and you're just going to have a, pre- a press conference that they say, well, you know, these things are take some time. You could have saved that. You could have said we knew that you already was going to come in and independent investigate it. You just threw, uh, you know, meat to the lions, per se. So it, it's one of it's one of those things. But there, and, and, you know, and I'm pretty sure, too, I mean, and he, they said it in the statement because I've tried to been here, read it here and there through break, but the, the other three – the officers, I mean, right. there's there's going to have to be um, eventually some, you know, some charges brought to them. Because the thing that this was dragging on made me believe, and my girl even brought it up, and I didn't even think about it. It's like, what are they doing? Are they waiting for him to, to gondra up, let him collect bail money first? Mm. Are they buying time that. to let him, you know, get bail money? That. I mean that's it's 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 a dirt it's a dirty, I just know if me and game. Jerome are riding around in the car and Jerome kills somebody and I'm with him I'm going to jail too yeah end the story yeah. end the story but so the are, other three I don't know but I, that's that special treatment for those dudes right. in blue them boys in blue because I, I mean if he's only if you're only giving him third degree I don't max, know what these max char- sentence is twenty five I don't know twenty five right Sam I don't know what these the, what these other charges are possibly going to be with the, these other three gentlemen but. Um, definitely not going away anytime soon. Uh, the story itself. Didn't and, he hire uh, the same lawyer that got off Eric Garner's police officers? About the, yeah. He hired this Mike Freeman, right? Mike Freeman, yeah, hired the same lawyer. But when you start pulling the layers back on this and it's already st- happened, it's a failure in the system because the guys had other incidents and other doings. Oh, wow. Yeah, got a list. That the it looked, fact like, a, it looked even, like a receipt at Walmart. Yeah, that you that he shouldn't even been on the force. And that's why I think you saw the reactions of those three dudes that didn't sit around and do anything They're because it's it. that this is who that's this guy is. That's how you get down, yeah. 736-9760. So, anyway, good job on the music, Sam. I mean, good Keep job on the coming. music. Um, Alright, so what else we got going on here? Um, we already touched on that. We got the uh, we talked about the loophole uh, oh, I know what we up? haven't got into, um, and too bad Salami's not here because I remember I got chastised by him on this when I said, you know, What's this that? is going to become a big problem in the pandemic. Oh, well, there's only been 10. Why are you jumping to clue? What are we talking about? Transfer portals. Guys, transfer still. It's a full-fledged. JT Daniels. And why is Georgia in the middle of this every, seems like every you gotta year? You got to talk about, you ask Kirby. You know Kirby. Well, see what happened with JT Daniels. When JT Daniels got hurt at the beginning of the season, that freshman came in and was an All-American freshman, threw 30 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. So JT Daniels saw the writing on the wall. And so now he's looking for injury, red shirt, and possible transport. Now, I don't know if he's going to have to sit out a year. That has not been determined. But, I mean, keep in mind, uh, Georgia, while they have a big-time QB coming in, a graduate transfer already there that is expected to start – they did lose Justin Fields. They lost their five star. They lost their five star QB to Ohio State. So they because then that it's crazy that same field. It was Trevor. It was Justin. It was JT Daniels. One, two, three. JT Daniels is number three. So they lose one of the top three uh, five five star QBs in Justin, and they get one in JT Daniels. 
Because Jake Fromm wasn't the answer. We found that out when they played against LSU. They just didn't have enough. Is this something, even though we're looking at things about to change in the NCAA altogether, but is this a rule that you believe that's going to be looked at to here in the next couple of years to be like, well, this isn't what it was really intended for? I think so because people don't like people don't like it that these kids have that much control. Like, oh well, I didn't like the cafeteria food; it made me sick, so I deserve to transfer without um, any without any penalty. Like, they keep finding different loopholes. Like, well, this coach tweeted that, so me and my family don't stand for what that coach tweeted. I want to transfer without being penalized. Yeah, didn't the pirate lose? Uh, he lost one. He lost the, the Mississippi State. Yeah, he lost the transfer. He lost a big time defensive tackle because of the like the lady made in the news. Yeah, because of the news. So yeah, um, in Mississippi, I mean, the pirate got to realize there's some things he got to watch what he says. But yeah, he lost one of the better defensive tackles in the nation because of a tweet. And you know we didn't talk about it. Tours brother, I forgot where, but he, he transferred. transferred. Where did he land again? Sam, do you remember? I forgot where I, he it went. was. Like a couple, weeks but that's because I, I think that they have a dual five star coming oh, yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Tours about to change his stuff for the quarterbacks coming out of Alabama. I'm Maryland. Maryland. Okay, because I'm, I'm hearing now all of a sudden I'm hearing Tua might be in play for Week One. I'm like, wow. Miami. Yeah, I heard that too. I don't know how smart that is with his injury report, but hey. Seven three. He has the number one jersey, both colors, in the in the entire NFL, both colors. Told you it's going to be marketable. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crime. We'll be back. Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey with Jay. Sam spinning the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by, let's see who's up next. Texas Cheer Liquor. Texas Cheer Texas Cheer Liquor, excuse me, is a local family-owned business and customer service is their top priority. If they'll treat you like family, if there's something that they don't have, they'll special order it for you. Their first location is conveniently located on Petranco right outside 604 across from the Walmart. That is Texas Cheer Liquor, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, so um, speaking, speaking of college, Will's Bus Champs. Yeah, his son's going to Georgia, walked on to Georgia. He had committed to Colorado State. But he said once he got back home, he was like, oh, that's too far from home. But Will said he wasn't, never had a problem with it because he didn't want his son to play for him. I was just about to ask the question. He said like, he didn't going? want to play for him because if you play him, then it's like, oh, you're only playing him because he's your son. If you okay. bench him, you bench him. Because like, there's no win situation there with that. When, unless, like, unless your son is just like Trevor Lawrence or somebody like that, the fan base will be coming after you. If you play your son. So he said he never wanted to. He said he just wants him to be happy, be healthy. So he's a little must champs going to Georgia. So going to Georgia. Yeah. Sure And is. I think, uh, I'm trying to think, Kirby and, I'm trying to think, Kirby and Must. I don't think they've ever worked together. I don't think so either. I don't think uh, that they have. Uh, 
Yeah, that's I didn't I didn't know. Did what position does he play? QB. Wow, he's a, he's a quarterback. Yeah, that yeah. didn't even make sense then. I was. <laughs> you think defensive guy Will Muschamp? You think his son's playing somewhere defense, but he's a quarterback. Yeah, that makes that makes all the sense in the world. Then he's that he's going to that. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Walk on. He's a walk on. They walked on. They recruited him, but they're out of scholarships. So I guess he walked on, but he's on the team. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Okay, you you've said the last couple of days you've had these uh, Rudy YouTube chronicles. Yeah, man. I was, so last night was what? like three. Last night was like three thirty. I'm not gonna do this every night now. Hell no, I'm because it's gonna man. hit you by now. Yeah, I don't see I'm how old. you can. I don't see how you can do that two days in a row. I can't do that two nights in a row yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you know. The last dance got me feeling nostalgic, got me going back digging in the crates. But last night, the YouTube Chronicles was uh, Curry's run through the uh, 2008 March Madness. Davidson. Davidson. 40. 40 against Gonzaga. 33 against, no, 30 against Georgetown, which was the two seed, beat them. And then a 30-piece to Wisconsin in the Sweet 16. And then damn near 30 against Kansas in the Elite Eight, which they came up a little bit short. But I was I forgot how impressive it was because, like, okay, his point guard did lead the led the nation in assist. But that's because of Steph. But, like, once Steph weighed 135, soaking wet, no other scorers on the team. Boxing ones, zones. Georgetown was triple teaming them. Georgetown was triple teaming them. He still managed to drop them off for 30. I think 25 of them came in the second half. Like, I don't know how after, because you, you, I don't, you, people got to understand how hard it is to drop 40 in college basketball. Like, college basketball, that's not the NBA. Like, again, they can do boxing one, they can triple team, they can make that's sure true. you don't touch the ball. Like, to go 40, 30, 33, 30. In four games, when everybody in the country knows that you're getting the ball, and everybody in the country is watching you, like and what, another thing that was crazy, the Wisconsin game, LeBron and Rich Paul go. I remember and they were that. sitting in Davidson section. Only for ten years later do these guys be playing each that. other in the finals four I years rem- in a row. I remember that. You remember because that? Because of that, was that four-year battle they had the final. I remember there was somebody going to digging that clip up and seeing that. And he was sitting. LeBron and Rich were sitting in Davidson section, and that's when you fell in love with Miss Curry, wasn't it? Mm. Was it during the final? Was it during that, or was it when he got to Golden State? I think it was probably his first year at Golden State. Probably his first, second year when they used to. Well, I remember seeing the Dude, even Dale Curry was in the stands with the Witness Nike shirt on, and then for only for them years later for these guys to become rivals. Isn't I don't know how Curry would drop in forty, thirty, thirty-three, thirty, drop to the seventh or eighth pick. Like that's like that's damn near impossible in college. Now, let me and when everybody, like, it's not like he had other guys to protect him. Everybody knew he was getting the ball. Every team knew he was getting the ball, and he was still dropping cats off. Okay, one of the most impressive runs I've ever seen, considering he didn't have a team. Okay, do you think that run was aided by the fact that because in one breath we talk about how Steph had changed and burped a lot of kids that changed the game, the Trey Young guys and all that. Do you think at that time that run he went in March Madness just because they hadn't seen, they didn't know how to guard a guy like that? He was that automatic could, then. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they didn't know. That could create like, his own shot and just pull up anywhere and draw. Like, there was nobody really in no that like era him. really doing that in no, that era. that was, 
I was like, wow. I was like, he was, this was already, he was already automatic. I mean, the only thing, only difference is the range. You know what I mean? Like at Davidson, he was already automatic. He was a bucket. If he was open, it was a bucket. Right. Once he got to Golden State and he finally. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenny's 3D virtual try on. Wow, that's pretty cool. But those glasses kind of make you look like your Uncle Bob. Oh, not exactly the look I was going for. Um, okay, how about these clear glasses? Oh, or these round ones? Very on trend. I like both on you. You know, I also like these aviator sunglasses. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenni.com, quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Got his ankles right. The range is what changed. That's what changed the game, the range. Because now, like, do you Virtual. defend? do you defend three steps in from half-court line? But... That Davidson run, man, to make it to the again, like listen to who he beat. Gonzaga who was the seventh seed. Georgetown, the sec a second seed. I forget what seed Wisconsin was. They blew Wisconsin out. And then you almost you're you lose to uh Kansas in the Elite Eight by two. And they had a shot to win at the buzzer, but Curry didn't get to get the shot off because they double teamed him. His point guard shoots his shoots like a damn near air ball. But I don't know, man. Like I said, we've seen, we've all, I don't want to be caught in the moment because we've seen some impressive runs. I mean, Kimba Walker had a hell of a run. Khalid Alamine had a hell of a run. Carmelo and Melo's run was hell of a Melo, I put Melo's one of the most that I've seen in my lifetime. But see, that's what I'm saying. Even Melo, though, even Melo's run, Melo had some dogs with him. Uh, I I forget those guys' names, but go look back at that team. Like, Davidson, it was Curry. It was Curry, and they're in the lead eight against Kansas and probably should have beat Kansas. Down 17 to Georgetown, they come back and win because he drops 25 in the second half. Who was I don't the- know, man. I was, I was like, damn, man. Curry was already that dude. He was already that dude. He didn't become that dude 10 years into his career. Like, that was a hell of a run through the uh, March Madness in 08. Who's the guy that was drafted a spot before him? Who went before him? Do you remember? I don't know, <laughs> but they, I, know, I know he wanted to go to the Knicks. Remember, he wanted to go to the Knicks, and the Knicks end. I forgot who the Knicks end up taking. I'm gonna look up that draft right now. And you said that he was end up drafted like around seventh overall or sixth or something. Seventh like? or eighth, one of the two. Seventh or eighth. I know Roy, Roy Hibbert was on that team that he beat in Georgetown. You know, he ain't even in the league anymore. True. He, he ain't even in the league no more. Damn, so. Georgetown was the two seed. Georgetown then? was a two seed in two thousand eight finals. Who was coaching? Was that still Thompson's son coaching them at that time? No, no, he Georgia, wasn't there yet. He had he had moved on, no, so he it was wasn't still. There yet. Let me make sure I get that right. No, he wasn't there yet. I don't know who was coaching that team. Because I'm trying to think, John Thompson. See, he'd already moved on by that Maybe time. I think. Him. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't pay attention. What year was that? This was the uh, 08 or 09. Yeah, it, it had so, to be. So in that draft, Blake Griffin went number one. He's still in the league. That's fair. Hashim to beat out of the league went number two. James Harden, I mean, number three, right? he's fine. Tyreek Evans, nowhere to be found. Ricky Rubio went five. He leading on Jesus. Johnny huh? Flynn went six. They he's both not. went to Minnesota. Minnesota. Then Curry went Seven. Now, see, the Knicks were after him, so Golden State took him a pick before the Knicks could. Well, he, I mean, I guess with his dad growing up playing in the league, I guess Curry had that blindness of that New York Knicks, but I guess he better be counting his blessings that they didn't go to the Knicks. 
and then and landed at Golden State because he would have been maybe just a guy leading their charge in a yeah. three-point contest and all that, the way that yeah. organization's been ran. So today's uh, YouTube spotlight, 3 a.m., Steph Curry, Davidson. 40-30, is stupid in, the, in college. In college, that's stupid. He averaged 25 for the crazy. year. crazy. You were at 3 o'clock in the morning. You were watching. Uh, I took a break. I had to turn you were off watching CNN, YouTube. Yeah. Curry, and at that time, I was on Netflix with uh, Epstein. Uh, Howard? Dr. Um, Harvey? Yeah, the one that... Um, the, bo- oh, the Hollywood The dude? one that hung himself, the pedophile. Oh, yeah. That's like number one trending on Netflix. I have to watch that week. one. I haven't yeah, seen that a, one. I forgot how many episodes it was. That's the that's the guy's monster. You got to watch that. I'm only through two episodes on that, though. 736 You listen to the Sports Grind, broadcasting from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Um, You know, you and Sam brought this up yesterday, and I went went back and looked at it uh, in regards to the uh, Forbes new 2020 list paid athletes. I know y'all were taken back a what little bit by about? the female. Oh, yes. Um, she make. So when I went back and looked at this, um, again, the thing that stood out to me, well, first of all, out of the top four. Athletes? Yes. Three of them are soccer players. It seems so like Christian. Who, who is it? Ronaldo, Messi, and who else? Uh, Neymar. One? Neymar, duh. But Cristiano Ronaldo, it seems like he's at number two every year, like two dude, or three. He's, dude, he hasn't gained a pound. He has no wrinkles. He's going to always be one of the highest paid athletes. But, you know, and he's still, and he's still And he's still a, a bad you-know-what. Yeah, and that, number one, too, kind of like, you know, a Roger Federer, man. Federer's still getting checks? Man, they said, you know, the Swiss man himself, uh, Roger, they said that uh, – Endorsers, sponsors have to pay him anyway the minimum of anywhere. His sponsors range from anywhere annually to three to thirty million dollars annually in sponsors. What did he make last year? What did, what did, uh, did Rogers total a hundred and six no three million. Roger Federer made a hundred million last year. Yes, it's out. Only six point three million on the court and a hundred in endorsements. How is that? Po- I mean, Good I guess tennis is tennis is popular. No, I mean, it's not that. I mean, you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's not that popular in America, but we don't have a a male American star to jump on the bandwagon. Because yeah, our college coaches, the college coaches. I was just talking about this to somebody the other day. The college coaches are giving away scholarships that because we don't talk much tennis in this show. But just to pull back the curtain, you know, in tennis right now, like the SEC is kind of where it's at in reference to the tennis. We've got a local kid that's coming up here, which I ain't going to say his name, but we got a local kid that's coming up here that's going to be, that's got a shot to kind of be on that level. But these college coaches are under so much pressure to win at tennis. I mean, it's not covered like with the college. No, that pretty not. much they go to these other countries that kids that are not American, not privileged, and they get and they say, you're going to give me what? Free room education board? Yeah, I'll come over there. And then you got these parents who over here that spend thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars a year on their kids and tennis and juniors and stuff, and their nose goes up there like what? 
you know, there's a kid here locally that's going to be real good. He got a full ride offer to SMU. He said, SMU? I'm not going to SMU to play tennis. <laughs> you know, full ride there because it wasn't to that level. So right. when you say the pop, it, it's a lot going on. But the reason why our men's team. Roger made men's 100 come, million last 100. year. Wow. And it was on endorsement. Six Who else? What are some court. other ones that might have been? Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, $105 million, Good Lord. $60 million in salary and $45 million in endorsements. Citizenship, Portugal. salary. Uh, who's next after him? Got to be messy. Um, let's see here. Got to be messy. Yes, oh. messy. Uh, let's see. He got $104 million. He made 104. Let me see what he has made off of the uh, 72 million in salary, 32 million in endorsements. Good lord, Neymar. Neymar was 95.5 million, uh, 70.5 million in salary and endorsements is 25 million. Because a lot of these uh, soccer leagues in Germany, it's a bonus league. All these they don't really they don't have caps either. Right? No, there are no caps. There's and no you cap. can and you can pretty much Sam could correct me if I'm wrong. You can buy a guy from another team. Can't you just like okay? We're yeah, gonna you give buy him you, out. Yeah, we're transfer give fee and all that. That's like the Lakers being able to say, "Hey, we're gonna buy Clay Thompson. Hmm. Give we're gonna give y'all two hundred million dollar buyout for Clay Thompson." Speaking of the Lakers, LeBron comes in at five. What he could make? Eighty eight point two million, twenty eight point two on the court, and sixty million in endorsements. Ooh. Number six. Ooh, six. Um, let me see here. He lost it. Six. Come on, yeah, iPhone. Damn, um, damn pop-ups. Number six, speaking of the devil, Stephen Curry. Really? $74.4 million, wow. 30.4 on the court, 44 in endorsements. Uh, he came in number six. I'm um, just going to give you the top ten yeah. here. Number seven, uh, his former teammate, Kevin Durant, $63.9 million. 28.9 on the court and 35 in endorsements. That Nike shoe deal is real. Um, okay. I think eight was T. Weezy, wasn't it? And he ain't uh, even done nothing. Yeah, that's what I kind of noticed. Yeah, Kevin was seven. Tiger was at eight. What did Tiger do? 62.3 million. <laughs> 2.3 on the golf course and 60 million in endorsements. Dog, why am I seeing Kirk Cousins in the top 10? Why is Kirk Cousins in the top ten? First quarterback to get all guaranteed money. You know, I feel you. I feel Kirk you. Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz round out the top ten. Um. Wow. Yeah, Kurt sixty, fifty eight in salary. Carson Wentz. Kurt got fifty eight. Kurt got fifty eight on his salary last year because he signed for eighty four guaranteed straight up. So they must have paid him the bulk of that eighty four yeah. this past season. Yeah. Uh, wow. Do your thing, cousin. And, well, speaking of that, you know, we never – well, Kirk Cousins, you know, we never touched on that because we've talked a lot of Dak. You know Kirk came out and gave Dak advice. You know, Kirk Cousins, he, like, he was just saying that, hey, it was a couple weeks ago. He just said, hey, you know, the franchise could, that could be your friend. He just said the friend goes, you know, he goes, I think a lot of guys in the league – you know, they look down upon it. He goes, and I get that, but if you play your cards right, I mean, you you know, that's a hefty salary, but you can also. But I'm like, Kurt, you just hit. Not only did that, yeah, you bet. First of all, the franchise you paid for, the coach that never really bought into you, and at the time he hit the market, the climate and thirst and starvation of a franchise quarterback was at an all-time high, and he had already came off of two straight franchise tags. 
there's a lot to go into reason why first Kurt landed on this list. Um, but that, you know, when he talked about to Dak or giving that advice, I thought that was a little bit, a little bit, I got what he was saying, but I still think it was a perfect storm. He get, and who rounded off nine and 10? It was uh, Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz. And Wentz. Wentz could become the highest paid backup ever here pretty soon. And Tyson Fury was number 11 at 57 million. Your boy Rory at 14. Let me see where he's at. 52, 22 on the course. Not bad. 30 million in endorsements. Yep. Golly. Uh, Jared Goff. Yep. At 15. All quarterbacks. All quarterbacks in the Forbes list. Tell your son to come up and grow up to be a left-handed pitcher, either quarterback. (laughs) Conor McGregor. This is pretty impressive for a UFC guy. Oh hell yeah! Oh, it is. Forty-eight million. Um, forty-eight it? million. It was uh, yeah, thirty-two six, in winnings. Sixteen. In sixteen endorsements. endorsements. Harden, forty-eight million. Giannis, forty-seven. It's crazy not to see Floyd on here. And well, he didn't do anything yeah, last I know. year. But there was a there was a stretch there where Floyd was just. Deontay Wilder, top twenty, forty-six million last year. All in the ring. Look at Anthony Joshua. And he got his ass knocked out last year. $47 million. Wow. 736-9760. Kirk Cousins. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasted here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Sports Grind 736-9760. Last segment of the show in the week is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget if you're out there looking for a job, you know a lot of people are. Tiger Sanitation is hiring. They do a lot of good things for the community as well. Um, so give them a call. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Jamie showed up, Fox, with... Uh, Jamie's in Minneapolis? Ooh, he showed, he's right there with uh, Stephen Jackson. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns is with him, too. I haven't seen Carl Anthony since his mother passed. He was That's with Stephen right. Jackson he as well. His mother died do, due to COVID. Man, you see, like, where, where is the... I mean, yeah. Where, where was where were they? They wasn't even in it, Minnesota, right? They're out. No, uh, no, yeah, they they're like 15. See, they're, like, they're like, right above uh, Golden State. Yeah. They're nowhere in the hunt. Huh. I think that's the last thing on Carl's mind. Yeah, that's what I was saying. How is he going to react to have to come back? But probably uh, wouldn't have to. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think we touched on everything. We just talked about the the richest people there on the athletes coming the the list. Like I said, by the time this time next week, I think we'll have an idea, an exact plan on when the NBA is going to resume where they're going to start. I know um, the NFL, most coaches, hopefully by the end of next week, that most coaches will be back in the NFL facilities. 
Really? Um, yeah, that's what uh, Roger Goodell says. I think he said that he was hoping by next week uh, that pretty much all the coaches can be there because you've got limited medical staff, guys that's having to rehab something to kind of get in there. But I think by next week you'll have the coaches uh, in there as well. Um, other than that, uh, what's going? you always ask me, ask you what's going on this weekend for you. What am I, this is weekend? Nothing. Nah. I got nothing going on. Hmm. Nothing going on this weekend. I'm going to relax. Try not to overload on the news. Try not to. It's tough mm-hmm. to turn away from it, but I don't know. You know, it's, after a while, you just be just be sitting there upset. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh man, kind of check out here and there. But watch TV, man. Watch TV, smoke cigars, and drink. What I've been doing the whole three month quarantine. Okay. That's, I mean, that's all I do. Coming in today, I could tell though that at least in this city, the the traffic is moving. The people are back out and. And about because yes. the Friday traffic returned uh, <laughs> today. That's the Did only it? good thing that's come out of this whole thing coming way out here is that, you know, it's less traffic. You just shoot out here. But the Friday, people moving around for the most part. And well, what I'm y'all gonna, doing this weekend? Y'all going to the restaurant? Same thing you do, same thing you doing. I, 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 I try to be reluctant to that, to the restaurant, and especially if it's indoors. I'm not sitting anywhere indoors yet. It's got to be out in the patio, but sometimes damn it's too hot. And, like, we've been having these storms. Are we done with the storms and the hails for the three, I don't know, days? man. I don't know if I could deal with another storm. I'm stormed out, man. I, without power for five hours was hectic mm. the other day. Well, I'm like I said, I'm complaining first world problems. Yeah. Sam, what you doing, sleeping? Pretty much. Sleep. I, honestly, I'll probably follow your routine. Sleep, drink, <laughs> smoke some cigars. <laughs> ah. I'll tell uh, you. Netflix or anything, y'all need to go check out that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know what the one I'm watching that is crazy? It's called Hollywood. Which one that, is that? That, it's about Hollywood, but it's a it's a show, but it's crazy. You got one I'm for three me, episodes Sam? In. You watching Hollywood, Sam? Now, is, uh, which one is the Hollywood one where it's like a, they're working at a gas station? Yes. Okay, yeah. Taylor was telling me about that one. Dog. He said I need to get on it. Yeah. Dog. Crazy show. Yeah. We, Crazy we started show. the, uh, we started the Epstein doc last night. I think yeah. we're going to, I think we're going to burn through it this yeah. weekend. How many episodes is that one, Sam? Because I'm on episode two. Yes, I Dennis. I'm coming like to pick up eight. that beard, Dennis. Go ahead. What's you, up? You're you on episode three, Sam? Of Epstein? No, we just started it last night. We oh, okay. burned through uh, uh, the and first And you said it's about yeah. six to eight? I think there's six or eight. Let me six check. Eight. Yeah. Um, and you said this one is Hollywood. They're working at a gas Is it a reality? No, no, no. Of? It's like actors, but it's oh, good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, gas. you got to watch it. You just got to go watch oh, it. It's like Hollywood's the 60s, 70s people trying to make it in. Hollywood was crazy. I couldn't get into the heist, man. I tried. I made it to like episode no, four. The heist was fire. I, just, I, I think it was coming after Ozark. Maybe it was just coming off of that. I, I, and I know some people You can't compare think, stuff to Ozark. You can't. I understand that, man. But That's like trying there. to compare something to Breaking Bad. You just can't do... You can't compare anything to Breaking Bad. Uh, like comparing Tiger to these new guys. Like who would yeah, say these? This, this who would say thing. these new guys could actually play with Tiger? Now, you what know kind why of we got so livid about that over that? And then you had your man TC come in and defend you on that one too back then. Now, we were at the old station studio, this I should is, say. And his prime, his distance control. We don't have to talk about his putter. Like we all know, his putter is. Is something the most we've never seen, but his distance control and his prime. 
Man, Lefty Phil is really on about making this an annual thing. He keeps throwing out yeah, names. Yeah, he keeps throwing names out there. I'm with it. Let's keep it going. But again, I don't know if Mike would play with – Tiger would play with Mike. But, but would it have the same effect with fans out there, though? It would be even better. think so. All right, man, that's a wrap for the day, for the week. Special thanks to producer of the show, Rudy J, yes, myself, Calvin, Sandspin, the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning for you, the snooze button for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace, y'all Monday. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732.